0: Hockey talk, hockey talk, hockey talk.
1: Not the NBA, it's the NHL. It's hockey. Christian Fourier, hockey insider. None of these guys in Boston Sports Talk Radio go to the games.
2: Let yeah. the
3: adults talk hockey, I was watching You sit it. over there. Sure,
1: old-time hockey.
3: Like it is sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They always go out and find a kid who's really good to join the team. We need a
1: ringer. We need a that's why I played hockey, because, yeah, you either play hockey or you have to go hunt bear.
2: I got to shout out Razor. We worked on uh, some some screens this summer, so that, uh, that donut's for him.
3: Oh, listen to the sway man there, working in our guy, Andrew Raycroft. He of Nissan and WEEI. It is 1125 straight up, and he joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Razor, good morning, and thank you for the flexibility over a crazy couple of days last week. How are you?
1: Good morning, gentlemen. I had a feeling. I had a feeling that Friday I had no chance, So I'd actually booked a bunch of <laughs> other things because I just had that sense that's what the Patriots were up to. So, uh, yeah, happy to jump on now. And now that the Belichick sightings are long gone, we can officially just talk about a good hockey team rather than a, uh, a football team that is suspect.
3: Well, uh, talk about how you have shaped uh Jeremy Swayman into the player that he is today after hearing that compliment at the end of the Andrew Raycroft hockey talk open.
1: Oh yeah, lots of credit needs to be given to me for what uh for his all star, for his entire growing up. Uh yeah, he was uh he was being very kind and, and certainly putting me on the spot with that one. So uh, he's a great kid. Well, did and, you tell him really anything? Were you
2: center. did you seriously tell him anything? Or do you guys ever kinda of talk shop?
1: No well, I jumped on the ice with him in the summer. So there was a few times where he had ice and, and goalie bob was away in the stuff. So I was like, hey, let's do some drills and, and hang out. So uh we played a little golf and hung out. So no, I I mean we did some stuff, but I'm I definitely didn't give him too many pointers, just kinda you know, shot the breeze a little bit with him. So uh. he's again He's, he's an awesome guy.
3: Yeah, uh, Razor doesn't want that uh, Dan Orlovsky heat. Once he said that he was helping Mac Jones, so it feels like <laughs> Razor's trying to take that half a step back and be like, ah, the kid's okay. Yeah, but he
2: went. He actually went on the ice on the with, ice with him. I don't think Orlovsky ever went out to some football field and said, "Let's throw balls into the bucket," like you know, like we're doing a fade route. I don't think they ever did that. You
1: know, Orlovsky's just trying to get his nose in the mix, and that's what I'm trying not to do. In yeah. Like Orlovsky, that's what I'm actually like, yeah, trying to help. And I'm also picking winners, not Mac Jones, too. Whoa!
2: Oh.
3: Shot fired. Jeremy uh. Swayman gets an all-star <laughs> nod, and the next thing uh. you know, here's Razor.
2: He's been feeling that way all along. <laughs> he just knows it's safe to go in the water. <laughs> now, now he can
3: do it. Mm-hmm. Uh what yeah, do you exactly uh what do you make of uh some of the the comments from Jeremy Swayman there, Razor? I know it was kind of unprompted where he talked about arbitration. We know Linus is down right now. Although Swayman did say, hey, that guy's like a Viking, he'll be back soon, he's double tough. So it's not like he threw Big Lean under the bus. But is Swayman kind of feeling himself a little bit and getting that confidence to where he feels like he can't start to express himself a little bit more?
1: Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, he you, he almost always toes the line and does a great job with his interviews and and saying the right thing. And I, I was I I I liked it. I in just in the simple fact that uh, it was personal and and we know arbitration in sports is personal to sit in those rooms. Like you said, th- I think you just called it how it was. I, I think I've, I know guys, my friends have done and sat in those rooms and, and, and it's brutal. And, and it, it I think his ability to, to let it go and just play his game and, and, you know, separate the two, but, but certainly that came out the other night and uh, I, I don't expect it to be lingering. I don't expect it to happen often. I think it was just kind of, uh, he felt like the the moment could happen. Then, after you know, he's probably pretty proud of being an all star.
2: Yeah, and I can easily see him like reminiscing back to when he was doing the ar- going through the arbitration, and they were telling him all the reasons why he wasn't worthy of more money. And then here he is, kind of in a way getting the last laugh, at least for now, with the all star nod, right?
1: Exactly, and 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 that's at the other at the other side of it, right? If you're an organization, you want a guy like that. You don't want, you want a Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady had the exact same. You want that kind of mentality in your organization. You don't want to have a guy who, who went to arbitration, heard all those things, and then you know, cut his nose off despite his face by playing poorly and said, well, you guys were right and get rid of me. Uh, he, he's gone the other way and, and proving everybody wrong, and, and I, you want that guy in your room, you want that guy in your crease, and you want that guy in your organization.
3: Andrew Raycroft of Nessun and, of course, of Weei here with Gresham and Fourier breaking down everything Bruins-related. Jim Montgomery, after the game, had a pretty interesting quote of the, hey, we were in X amount of time zones and X amount of games and X amount of days and had all the numbers and the stats worked out. And it seemed that he was, I don't know about pleased would be the right word, but he was okay with the way the team has played the last two weeks, What did you make of Monty's comments after last night's game?
1: Uh, Well, I I thought he was bang on. And while I was sitting up at 2 in the morning all last week watching overtime game after shootout game, just trying to get out of that building like 10 minutes earlier so I could get (laughs) 10 more minutes of sleep, praying for it not to go to overtime. Um by the third one, I, I, like, I got a little bit of sleep. I was thinking, you know what? Three overtime losses against these teams in, in this travel stretch over four days is actually good. Uh, they could have easily lost those games 3 nothing and, and found a way to justify it. Uh, and then to back it up with an overtime win in St. Louis, and then come home and dominate the way they did yesterday, they, this team works in five-game stretches, and they got seven points out of ten. A 700% winning is, is where they're at in the entire season. It puts them in second place in the entire National Hockey League. It turned out to be a, a, an absolutely fantastic nine days, and, and if they had been given seven points before it started, they would have taken them and, and skipped the whole thing. So I think it was very genuine, and, and I think they feel great now that they have 11 of the next 13 games on home ice.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like I saw some stat about how far ahead, like how many like, road games they have banked already. Like the more yeah. than any other, more than like any other team in the, the NHL right now.
1: Yeah, they're plus five now. They were plus six after that St. Louis game halfway through the season. So they've got a ton of away uh, home games, I should say, uh, coming up, and and they've gotten they've just got the one more trip, three more, four more games out to Western Canada, and and that's everything else is Eastern. Everything else they're in their bed at, at twelve o'clock after games. So. They they've certainly grinded it out. And Brad Marchand said it the other night, too, where they, he was asked about the dog days, typically being January, February. And he said, feels like we've already gone through the dog days because of what our November, December schedule was and all the road games we had to play. So uh, this team will be energized. I think they have the opportunity to to go on a run here in the next couple weeks just with all their home games and and maybe make some more room between themselves and at least the third, fourth-place teams in the division.
3: Uh, Razor, is this team getting better at handling third periods? I know we've had those discussions over the past month or so. Do you think in terms of close and late, closing things out, things like that, are you seeing the kind of improvement that you want to here as the season's gone along?
1: Yeah, I think it's getting better. I think it's still difficult, um, especially when you're playing teams that are, are fighting for their lives. Because that's what the NHL, the, the playoffs have started for a dozen teams. I mean, you have to win every night. You have to keep pace. And, and the Bruins are playing some of those desperate teams when it comes to the third period. So uh, the key for me in, this third, in these third periods for them is staying out of the penalty box. It, it, they've, they've taken a lot of minor penalties, over the last couple of weeks, and, and it's taxing. And when they don't have Forbert, they don't have Carlo, uh, the real key for them in the third periods is to stay out of the box, and we saw that against New Jersey, uh, and hopefully we see that continuing. So you can always get better at closing out. You can get better at six on five, but I think they're getting a little more comfortable being in the close game.
2: So we're talking to Andrew Razor Raycroft, and I'm curious, Almost at the are we at the halfway point now, or is the All-Star game the official Halfway point.
1: No, we're yeah. So officially, we're past the halfway. So yeah, forty three games now. Um, technically, it's it's kind of the all star break. Like they've got these next five six games, I believe. Get to the break, then you get your your ten days off, and that really feels kind of halfway for everybody.
2: So, so who's impressed you the most so far?
1: Player wise or yeah. team wise?
2: Player wise on the Bruins.
1: Player wise. Yeah, maybe Trent a dark horse.
2: Maybe oh, okay. Why?
1: Trent Frederick's been awesome. Uh, his ability to step up, he had career highs in goals, assists last season, and we're wondering if he could take another step. And he, and he has. He's becoming a legit top 10 power forward in the league. Uh, he scored a great empty netter again last night. And the reason I think why is last year his skate continued to get better. And, and that carried through the summer. And I think his hockey sense, his little bit of experience has grown. And, and and filled in to that skating ability that he's, he's gained as well. So he's getting to play so much quicker. He's on top of the puck so much quicker, and all of that's translating into confidence. So he's going to crush his career highs from last season. He could be a 40-point guy this year, and, and that's a huge upgrade and something that I, I don't think we are going to really expect him to make that kind of a jump. So for me, he's the guy that's really –
0: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Razor, I know that the trade market is complicated. The Bruins do not have a lot of cap space. They would have to subtract from the main roster to be able to add someone given how they really don't have a lot of money to spend. Uh, We've talked about this before in terms of there are a lot of teams that are up against it. But do you think as we start to head towards this All-Star break... There will be teams that will be able to either start to figure it out or some teams will kind of run the white flag up the flagpole and say, all right, we know we're really not in it and start liquidating some assets. Do you see some some movement coming in terms of uh, the trade deadline and the hope that the Bruins can maybe find somebody cheap to help them get better?
1: I keep asking. um, People that actually know what's going on in the league, and uh, it feels... And seems to them that it's after the All-Star break. So All-Star breaks in three, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Uh, trade deadline's in about seven to eight weeks. It feels like people in the league think it'll open up just a little bit after the All-Star break. Uh, but everybody's really trying to count their pennies. And, and it's a, because of the, the way they calculate on a daily basis, every day counts so much to these teams that they feel like it will have to be close to the deadline to open things up. Somebody will probably jump in a little early to try and take advantage, and once that happens, hopefully it breaks. Um, I I hope the Bruins are involved. I don't know what they can pull off or how they can do it, but you know the way that Don's done business over the last five years, that he's going to be working the phones on a daily basis to try and make it happen.
3: Good stuff from our buddy Andrew Razor Raycroft with us on the Harbor One Hotline and back to a normal sleeping schedule after all the craziness last week.
1: Most importantly, correct. So, yeah, drive home safe today. We got some real winter in New England. I loved it. Like, real <laughs> dope. It's been nice.
2: Uh oh, boy. Wait, hey, Razor, There's do more... you do you do the whole backyard ice rink at your house? Are you Are you I, like – I, I you, do. You do?
1: Yeah, so I- – done it this year until last week i put it in because i was watching the weather and this snow today is not making me too happy i'm really nervous about how it looks but we're gonna get like real cold five days here that my kids should be able to use it um for at least one day so we'll we'll take it here in new england it's a
2: lot of work for one possibly one i just feel like the dads that do that are really kind of kind of have a screw loose i'm not gonna
1: lie Yeah. No, I honestly, I, it's just complete guilt. Like on on my case nonstop. It's not, it's not a labor of love for me in any way whatsoever. It's complete guilt that at least 15 years from now, they can't complain that I didn't do a race. I feel like that's basically what I'm doing. Like one less therapy session for them because I'm doing it <laughs> <right>.
2: boy. <Attaboy. laughs> but what do you mean? You can't say that to the therapist. I actually built you an outdoor yeah. rink. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Good thinking, actually. Good, good job by you. Yeah.
1: Razor, thanks, yeah, buddy. Thanks. We... I don't think it'll help. There you <laughs> go.
2: That's
3: right. Razor, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you on Friday.
0: Can't wait. Thanks, guys.